Welcome to Self-Confidence Unboxed, Owning Your Truth. I'm here to demystify self-confidence, break through the BS and hacks, and get to the heart of what is holding you back. By owning and living your truth, you show up more confident, self-assured, empowered in your relationships, work, and life. But what if you can play bigger in your life, make an impact rather than just sitting on the sidelines to get out of your own head and into your life? I'm your host, Angela Powell. Let's get started. Well, hello there and welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here. Listen, guys, I had some aha moments and I want to share a couple of those with you. So this podcast has been born out of my own experiences and then also those experiences that I've had talking with clients. And if I'm experiencing them and my clients are clients are experiencing them, then I know that you guys are too. So let's dive in. So first of all, I want to tell you about something that I heard. I heard the other day from a social psychologist say that from zero to seven, we're absorbing the world. We're taking it all in and we're learning. And from seven years of age on, we're mirroring and projecting and what we have learned and what we've absorbed. I thought that was so fascinating. And it reminded me of this concept. Actually, it reminded me of two concepts, but they're two sides of the same coin, admiration and judgment. So let's look at both of them and let's talk about it, dive a little deeper into it, and then answer and address how it is in your life. First, let's look at admiration. We tend to admire those around us and those qualities in, that we see in others, those qualities and attributes that draw us to those people are the same ones that we already have within ourselves. We subconsciously see and are drawn to what we already have within us. We tend to judge ourselves and compare ourselves to others that we admire, wishing that we had those qualities and those attributes, but actually the opposite is true. We already have them. The thing is, is that we either haven't acknowledged their existence to those qualities or attributes, we haven't developed them, or we have beliefs about ourselves or our lives that is capping and blocking those qualities or attributes. Now, some of those qualities and attributes are skills that these people that we admire, that they learned and they practiced. So let's dive into these beliefs that you may have about your life and yourself that could be capping you and blocking you. When you look at your life and those beliefs about yourself, it actually colors and directs your brain to find evidence of what you believe about yourself and what you perceive to be true about that. So if you think that you're not enough, and that is not enoughness that could be disguised as that you don't know enough, you're not smart enough, you don't have enough, you don't have enough time, you don't have enough money, whatever, then you are more than likely going to view the situation and only focus on remembering the situations and the events and ad aspects that you believe are true that reinforce that belief of not enoughness. So 
Your brain twists and it turns and it gets sucked right into a negative thought vortex and it spins stories at how it reinforces those beliefs. You tell yourself that you screwed up again. You'll never get it. What point is hopeless? I'm doomed to be alone. I could never be brave like her. I could never eat. I could never eat alone like she does. I wish that I could say or do what I really want, but that's not how I was raised. I could never write a book because I don't know enough. I don't, I'm not a good enough writer. That is the list could really actually go on forever. But the answer here is to marinate and sit within the possibility where the statement is true and what I admire in others and what I had already have within me. Now sit in that possibility. Wait a minute. Did I break your brain? Let's do an exercise. First, think of the three people that you admire. They could be living or dead. You don't have to know them or you can know them. They could be famous or they could be your family or someone that you know, like your boss or a friend. Now, if you're driving or walking out and about and while you're listening to this, wait till you get home for this. But everybody else, I want you guys to write those people down. Write the top three peeps. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'll just sit here. I'll sit here while you do pause and I'll be here when you get back. Did you do it? Who'd you pick? Who's your top three peeps? Why? Why are they your, why are they your th- top three peeps? I want you to write that down next to their name. I want you to write three to five things that you admire about them. Great. Did you do it? Now, with each quality that you put down, I want you to put it into one to two word descriptions. Here's some examples. Courageous, witty, strong, caring, brave, insightful, authentic, generous, real, outspoken. Now do that for each one. And once you do that, I want you to look down at that list. Do you see a theme that connects all of these qualities? Those qualities are the ones that you already have within you. Now take a moment and you'll start seeing glimpses of where this is true in your life. If you allow the possibility of that, you'll start opening up your eyes and your memories to those that is true. You'll see where you focused on the negative and the not enoughness and haven't focused on those attributes you already have within you. Now you take all or one of these that really hit home for you and you can use those to boost your confidence. Let's do another little exercise with this. I want you to close your eyes if you can, if you don't do it, if you're driving, (laughs) but I want you to say them slowly, say them with meaning. I want you to become aware of your body and how it reacts to those words when you say them out loud. Courageous, outspoken, real, generous, authentic, brave, strong, 
witty, courageous. Did you feel the difference? Did your shoulders go back just a little bit? Did you sit or stand just a little bit straighter? Do you feel more grounded? Listen, you'll be able to draw upon these powers of these words when you need them. Just for that little confidence boost and to remember that you already possess those things. The future of you already has those qualities. You just need to tap into that and remind yourself. If you want help doing this, I would so be happy to help you. Reach out to me through the socials at Angela Powell Coaching or you can go to my website, website AngelaPowellCoaching.com forward slash get started. This is some of the work that I do in Confidently You Coaching Package and with my clients. This next part is always a kind of a struggle with my clients. It's about judgment. There are two parts of this. First, we judge others for the things that we don't like within ourselves normally, or it threatens our identity. The second thing is that we feel judged by others when we're triggered by it. It's, we feel hurt, outrage, anger, defensiveness. And we on some level, maybe down deep, maybe on the surface, we agree that it's true. Out, right? Oh, that hurts. That was really hard for me whenever I heard this. But I realize and I see that it was so true. Let me tell you two quick stories. And I want you to see where you may identify in either one of these. First, a few years ago, I was so triggered by this coworker of mine. Ugh, she, I would get so angry at all the little things that she did and how she was. And then one day, as a part of a group conversation that she was a part of, and we were all there, she shared some things about when she was a kid and how that shaped her and how she was treated and the that she still struggles with now. And I was like, damn it, we're so much alike. I saw connectivity and I didn't like it. I meant that it, it meant to me that I was so much like her and I'm not like her. I used to be like her, but I'm not like that. And I don't treat people like that. She shouldn't treat people like that. She shouldn't do this. She needs to think of this. She needs to end up thinking that that's my manual for her. But that doesn't mean that it's absolutely true. And then whenever I realized that we had that commonality, I felt compassion for her. I saw her struggle. I saw that the struggle was real. And we were way more alike than I realized. And that the things that I didn't like about her were the very things that I had struggled and fought with to change and to distance myself from. Thus, the compassion. I saw where she was. I understood her better. And I understood better of how she ticked. So I didn't have to accept how she behaved or the things that she did that still kind of irked me. But I had compassion about it. And that was an example of me judging someone else and seeing the thread of connection and what ties us together. And that was our humanity, our story, 
The second is a story about feeling judged. Now, I have many instances where I could draw upon and that from my past, but I'm going to tell you something recent. And so this was part of the aha moment that brought and bore this um, podcast. So my husband and I were having a passionate discussion, fight, <clears throat> and he basically called me out on how I was been frequently annoyed for a good long time. And I'd been acting like that for a while. And I hated it. I immediately got triggered. I didn't want to be the one at fault. No one does. I wanted to shoot back and tell him about something that he did that was equally as judgy. But I just sat there and I sat there in my head and I just let those thoughts swirl in my mind. And I made it mean so many things that he thought horrible of me, that he didn't love me, that all things are bad and chicken little thinking came in. So after that passionate discussion fight, <laughs> I realized that I was super triggered by this. And so I knew that if I was triggered by it, then somewhere it was either true or I agreed with him. And either way, I didn't want to be. Thus, the anger and wanting to shoot back. So I ended up looking and examining and questioning and really trying to find the core where I found how I agreed with him. And I found it. Oh, I found it. I was operating under a manual, the things that didn't match up in that manual and that I would get annoyed and angry and frustrated and hurt and insecure and all the things of the indulgent emotions that came with that. Now, if you're new here, a manual is a rule book of our shoulds and should be's and supposed to be's and have to's. And we end up applying those to ourselves or to others. And when we do that, we get super upset whenever things don't go according to plan. And then we make it mean that the sky is falling and the chicken little thinking comes about and it means horrible, horrible things, imminent death. And so we all operate under some sort of manual of how things should be, how things are supposed to be. And if they don't go according to plan, then we have all sorts of meanings and that are associated with it. Again, chicken little thinking. And you know, there's imminent destruction and failure and death are truly coming. I know it's a little dramatic, right? But it's the way Karen is in her heads. Now, if you're new to my podcast, then let me give you a little heads up on Karen. Karen is that little voice inside of you that ends up judging you, telling you you're not worth anything, or that you're like, oh, you'll never be good enough. All those not enoughness. She likes to remind you of those things. She also is in charge of the ch chicken little thinking. She's the one that was born out of when we were evolving and living in caves back eons ago. That is what kept us safe. 
She's always looking to protect us. But because we've evolved now to where we don't have saber-toothed tigers and we don't have imminent death at every turn, then Karen finds other things that makes us feel like there's imminent death because that's the way she's wired. But that doesn't have to be because as we evolved, we have our prefrontal cortex. That is our GG thinking. That is the one that ends up as our dreaming and our big thinkers. That is the one that is our problem solver. That is the one that can calm ourselves down and be able to end up having it. That is the one that can be able to find where the manual is and be able to dismantle and untangle all of that. So what's the answer to judgment and giving and receiving it? Well, I've already kind of demonstrated that in my stories, but let me lay it out for you. Being judged, it's kind of like this. If someone ends up telling you that they hate your blue hair and you don't have blue hair, they can judge you all the day as long, but it doesn't mean that it's true. So you lean into it and wonder if you are triggered by it, what are you agreeing with it? What are you making it mean about you and about them? If you do get upset about the fact that they're telling you they like your blue hair and you know that you don't have blue hair, but you get triggered by it, then what are you making it mean? That is your work. I teach my clients to do this and I teach them to do a thought download. Write all your thoughts down, feelings and meanings that you have about it. And then you can run models on it for a deeper thing. That is a tool that we end up, that I end up going through and teaching my clients so that they can be able to learn how to self-coach themselves and be able to examine and purse out and untangle the thoughts that are swirling in their heads. And then you can bring it to me, your coach, and I can help you explore it even further. Now, for judging others, you got to get close. You got to look close to understand. Get curious. Lean in. Find their humanity. When you see this and you see their humanity, you have a better way of compassion and maybe even kind of identifying with them because you're both human, right? We judge ourselves so harshly and so often. And when we do that, we tend to also judge others. Just sometimes even to make ourselves feel better. At least I'm not like that. At least I don't do that. At least I have this problem or and not that problem. Also, how is their presence actually threatening your presence or beliefs? If so... What are you making that mean? Is it even true? Is your beliefs and your stories true? Contrast that and contrast it to their humanity. And does that hold water? Does your stories and beliefs against their humanity hold water? Hey, if you don't have a coach and you want to stop judging yourself and get out of the negative vortex, then you must schedule a call with me because I can help. If you want more self-confidence and learn more tools and concepts that gain that self-confidence to stop limiting yourself and start truly embracing your true self that has those already living those qualities and attributes 
that you admire, I can get you there. It's easy. Just click the link below in the show notes and it'll take you to my scheduler and you pick a time when we can chat. And when we chat, I will give you actionable steps that you can walk away with and that you can implement right away. And I will tell you more of how I could be able to help you and tell you more about the program. Look, I can't wait to hear from you. And guys, that's all I have for you this week. Be y'all be true, be you and be unapologetically and audaciously you. Go forth and be awesome, y'all. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining me here on Self-Confidence Unboxed, Owning Your Truth. If you like what you hear and this hits home for you, then I invite you to go to AngelaPowellCoaching.com forward slash get started. Schedule an epiphany call with me. This is where we get to be able to sit, chat, hear about what's going on. I can see where you are now, where you want to be. And I can help you be able to navigate how to get there. And you can walk away with a tool that you can implement now. Also, if you know of anybody that could be useful to listen to this podcast, I want you to share it with someone that you love. And you can also reach out to me on the socials, Instagram and Facebook at Angela Powell Coaching. All right, guys, y'all have a great day and Go forth and be awesome. Bye, y'all.